welcome to the Homegirl Next Door podcast, a show that's all about helping you find a perfect place to call home without resorting to living in a shoebox under the Brooklyn Bridge. I know that buying a house can be overwhelming, so as your resident homegirl, I'm here to make it as entertaining and informative as possible. I'll share insider tips and tricks, bust myths and misconceptions, and give you the lowdown on everything from bidding wars to mortgage rates. Plus, I'll throw in some humor to make the process a little less stressful. After all, if you can't laugh your way through a home inspection, what can you do? So sit back, relax, and let's start the hunt for your dream home. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Homegirl Next Door podcast. I am your host, your girl, your homie, Shakira D. Realtor, and I'm back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, So it has been weeks. I think it's been about two months since we've been in the studio recording. Um, as you all know, real estate has been real estating. If you guys follow me on Instagram and Facebook, I share my journey in real estate as a licensed real estate agent and the many challenges that even I face being an agent, let alone what my clients are facing as they're buying their homes. But the last few months, has really been like a learning experience for me. So for those of you who don't know, I made my first full year in real estate back in March. And I believe I did pretty well. I'm going to say I did pretty well. I felt I did well my first year in real estate. Um, I, I closed five deals. But I also, aside from like the number side, I also was able to develop a business that I'm continuing to, de- to, ve- to develop, by the way. Um, but I developed a business that I'm super proud of. And when people hear my name or when clients call me and say so-and-so referred me, it really makes me feel good. So for my first year in real estate, I think I did pretty well. I'm going to say I did pretty well. And I'm looking forward to this next year um, in the many years to come. So I hope you guys have been well. Welcome back to season two. Um, we took a little break. We had to get some things in order. You know, it's hard to do this creating thing, right? When you have so much going on in life. But the one thing about me is that when God calls me to do something, no matter what I face, no matter what storms, trials, or tribulations come, I'm going to get it done. And, um, I'm developing something where I feel like I want to give back to, other entrepreneurs, small business owners who are going on similar paths. And I'll share my full story over there. But you guys, being an entrepreneur, not just in real estate, is tough. It is really, really tough. But I'm back and I'm excited and I cannot wait for you guys to just dive into season two with me. I have so much plans. There's so much coming We have so many great episodes already worked out, already scripted out, and today we're going to kick off the uh, new season with an episode that I feel like I don't hear a lot when it comes to podcasts for consumers in real estate, right? 
every time I hear a podcast for consumers, it a lot of it revolves around this premise that you have to buy a house, you have to sell your house, X, Y, and Z, and if you don't, this is why, or this can happen, or that can happen, and it's more fear-mongering than encouraging, in my opinion. Um, there are some really great podcasts out there, um, but from what I hear, I just feel like a lot of it is watered down, right? Is they tell you what you want to hear to get you to do what they want you to do. Now, I've said it a million times before, I want everyone to be a homeowner. I want everyone to get a piece of the American dream to bring generational wealth into their families. But there is a wrong way and a right way to do it, period. But <clears throat> before we gotta have some coffee, Jesus. Before we dive into that, we are going to do our neighborhood news in a minute. Um, we're going to keep this short and sweet. We're going to talk about the, the mortgage rates and we're going to talk about what the housing market is doing. And then we're going to share a little bit of interesting real estate news tips or facts. So let's start with our mortgage rates. As of today, May 26, mortgage rates are at a high that it's been since this time last year. Currently, your 30-year fix is at a 7.14%. Your 15-year fix is at a 6.54%. And your FHA and VA loan uh, mortgage rates are at a 6.75 and 6.74. So this is pretty high. And this is for someone who has excellent credit, right? We know and we learn that mortgage rates are based on your credit profile, your financial profile. So if you have a 720 credit score, you're looking at a 7.14% currently. Um, now there are ways to get your rate lowered, but just looking at these numbers, it's it's just like, wow, we are not going to see those two, three, four percent numbers anytime soon, guys. Um, I think I've said this a lot on last season's um last season that rates are just not gonna go under six percent anytime soon. And that's for everyone across the board. You may you may have to get creative with your lender and getting, you know, a lower mortgage rate. However, the rates are what they are, right? Rates are high, but guess what? Rent is is higher, <laughs> period. So, you know, you have to just weigh your options and, you know, really, really figure out and understand if now is a good time to buy. So just to throw some stats out there to you guys, in the New York City housing market, the medium listing home price has actually decreased by 16.6% year over year. So that does indicate a drop in home prices. I know I've had a few clients who have come to me and they said, you know, the um, the home prices are, you know, so high and are so expensive. However, you have to take into account that the mortgage rates are a lot higher. When mortgage rates were a lot lower, Guess what was a lot higher as well? Home prices, right? Because there was lots of competition. There was bidding wars and homes selling for, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars over asking. So 
that's something that you you have to keep in mind when you're looking at the price of the home. Like I said, the prices have decreased year over year. However, it's not like a dramatic increase in price and the price is in line with the mortgage rates. But there is there is a caveat to that because the sale to list price ratio is relatively low because homes are selling at a 3.32% below the asking price on average, right? So there may be a house on the market for $500,000, but it's selling for at least $25,000 less. So there's that caveat to that, you know, granted there are some sellers who don't want to believe that, you know, they can't get that price that they were looking for a few years ago. Um, So they're still relatively pricing their homes a little bit overpriced, if you ask me. However, um, when it does sell, a lot of them are not selling at that price. And so currently, New York City has about 25,800 homes for sale. And some analysts consider that a buyer's market because there is a great supply of homes but not a high demand. Um, And this is because they get this from the fact that the house will sit on the market for an average of 151 days. And it has only gone up since last month, Um, but it is slightly down from last year. So houses are sitting on the market a little bit longer. They're selling for below asking price. Um, And then we have a surplus of homes and not enough qualified buyers. And I say qualified because I mean people who can actually afford to purchase and want to purchase. And so before we get out of our news in a minute, I do want to mention uh, something going around the real estate industry. And that is the fact that Beyonce and Jay-Z have dropped $200 million cash, cash money on a 30,000 square foot home in Malibu, California, and it has set a record for the priciest home ever purchased. Um, They did buy the property on the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, They did not say, or I didn't see who was the uh, selling or listing agent. However, you know, in our community, a lot of us, um, we do know that the real estate agent on that end was not a black woman. So there's a lot of talk about that. And, you know, we get into this, oh, should they have used a black realtor? And I want to hear your thoughts. So in today's question of the day, do you think Beyonce and Jay-Z should have used a black real estate agent when purchasing their Malibu, California home? Leave me your answer um, in the uh, question of the day. And we will talk about it over on Instagram. Follow me, Shakira D. Realtor. And with that, we're going to get into today's topic. And I know you know from the title what it's about. We are talking about the challenges of being a first-time home buyer, right? Um, So this does not get talked about enough, in my opinion. I am guilty of it because when I do talk about buying a home, I'm talking about all of the good things about it. And I may mention some things like bidding wars and things like that. But 
I really want to get deep into what really makes buying a home, especially in this market, challenging for a lot of first-time home buyers, or if you haven't bought a home in this market before, if it's been 10, 15 years, then you are definitely um, a new, a first-time home buyer because we've never been in this market before, right? So I'm going to break down a couple of things that could go wrong, things that I've been experiencing personally throughout my business, as well as some things my colleagues have shared with me that are happening in their business as well. So the first thing or the first challenge that first-time homebuyers are experiencing in today's market is the limited housing supply. Now, I did just mention in our news in a minute that New York City had over 25,000 available homes for sale. However, majority of those homes are not quality homes. They're in foreclosure. They need to be completely renovated and upgraded. And there's so many issues with most of those homes. Um, The current housing supply nationwide, however, is at three months and a week, right? Meaning in three months and one week, If every home was sold, we would not have any more homes to sell. So technically, from a um, nationwide standpoint, yes, we have limited housing supply. Um, As well, you know, that means it's low inventory, which can create competition, bidding wars, and higher prices. So this can make it difficult for buyers, um, especially my buyers who have lower budgets and wanting to find a home that meets their needs and fits within their financial constraints. So that is something that I have been running into in my business, especially with my first-time home buyers. Um, for my sellers who are selling and upgrading or downgrading, you know, it's not as challenging because they have more room to play with because they have that equity in their home and they can use that um, as leverage. But if you have, like I said, you know, a, a lower budget, it may be difficult and you may find yourself bidding and bidding and bidding and getting outbid. So the second thing that leads to is rising home prices. So home prices have been on the rise for several years. However, the trend is showing that it has decreased year over year. So it's higher than it was in previous years, but it is trending down and kind of coming to like this pivotal moment where we don't want to go too low because then that leads us into a housing crash. So you know, a lot of homeowners are pricing their homes at a relatively uh, good price as to not to bring down the value that they walk away with. Um, so this can make it challenging for new home buyers because, again, they can't find those homes that fit into their budget. I have a client, and although she makes six figures, my girl knows that this is what I can comfortable, comfortably afford, right? We all know those people who have you know, champagne taste on a McDonald's budget. Um, however, that that is not the case with this particular client. She's like, this is what I want to pay. I don't want to pay any more than that. So I need to find something that fits in that. And she's actually giving herself some time to find it, right? Because although 
she's currently renting, you know, and she can continue to rent, home ownership is her goal. So we came up with a plan. We have a strategy um, that we are working on to make sure she stays within that budget. Um, Also, rising home prices can make it difficult for buyers to qualify for a mortgage. So if the home prices are too high and you're not making enough money or, you know, you don't have the income or the financial profile to afford that house, it may be hard for you to get a pre-approval for that, you know, for that particular property. Um, when we're talking about the rising home prices, it does matter if that home is priced correctly, because if your lender looking at your, your financial profile sees that this is the home you want, it may be difficult for them to qualify you. So another challenge that home buyers are facing is the fact that there is a lot of competition from other buyers. It is a tight housing market. It may seem like there's all these properties on the market and so many houses, but unfortunately, as I stated earlier, not all of it is quality <clears throat> quality homes, right? So a lot of buyers are finding themselves competing with multiple offers for the same property. And then this can result in bidding wars, which results in the home price skyrocketing. And um, this can also make some buyers feel pressured to offer more money than they can afford in order to win the property. And I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be very honest, open, and transparent with you guys, right? I have lost quite a few offers. Um, I had one client, we literally submitted five offers, five different offers. We countered. And I mean, these were strong offers. When I write my offers up, I am very strategic and I'm very um, diverse. I'm very creative with my offers. For example, if I know my client is using like an FHA loan, and they, they're only coming with 3.5% for the down payment, we're putting that whole down payment um, on contract in escrow to win the offer. We're doing our inspections within 48 hours. Sometimes we're even doing the inspection the next day if, if we have an inspector who can come out and get it done. We're being very creative to, uh, you know, try to win these offers. And it's, it's, seems like we were just losing every offer. And I always built rapport with the listing agents so that I can they can get a feel for me and, and how I work. Because a lot of times it really is about the work ethic of the person on the other end of the deal. So, you know, I've seen where the listing agent it didn't accept an offer from a particular agent because they knew that agent was not going to work for the, that person's client or h- however have you, however whatever they thought in their mind about that agent. So rapport and relationships are really important. And so I would ask them, well, what was it about our offer that the seller didn't like? And it was just, it was nothing. It was just Better terms, better terms, meaning more money on in escrow, more money down payment, right? Although we don't, you know, they're going to get their money regardless. 
there are sellers, they want to see that, hey, they have at least 5% down, right? And so those were some of the reasons we were losing our offers, but we didn't let it discourage us. I did um, set that expectation for my client prior into prior into going into looking at houses. I set that expectation at the consultation so that when it happens, they don't feel so defeated. They don't feel as if this isn't going to work. They don't want to do this anymore. And we just keep going. And that I feel like was the game changer in my business when I started setting that expectation. Like, like, hey, we are not going to win every deal. We may not win every offer, right? We may not win the first one, the second, or the third one. This is a tight market. We have a lot of competition, very limited supply of good quality homes. And so we're going to, we may have to look for a while, put in offers for a while. Um, and I mean, not even a while, like put in a couple offers before we find the one. And after that fifth offer didn't get accepted, the next day we went out, we saw three properties, we put an offer on two of those properties and got one of them accepted right away. So it's just a matter of having patience and a strategic real estate agent who is working in your best interest and someone who sets those expectations up front. So that leads me into my next my next point in uh, challenges that first-time home buyers face is the home inspection. Now, the home inspection is not the deal killer, right? This is not where the deal is over because the, the house didn't uh, live up to the expect, expectations of your home inspection. However, if you are working with a, lim- a limited budget and you find a property that may need a little bit of work, you definitely want to get a home inspection because that home inspection is going to tell you what issues may come up, right? It may, it may prepare you for these problems that may or may not happen in the future, right? Structural problems, hidden defects, cold violations, electrical problems, all these different things, right? And sometimes some of these issues can make it difficult for you to secure financing, um, especially if you're using like an FHA loan, FHA, for the most part, the home can't have too many issues, right? There cannot be t- structural stuff. It it can't be electrical. Like it, it has to be in working livable condition for FHA. So it's a lot more stricter on that end. Um, but it can also make it harder for you to negotiate a fair price with the seller because the seller may be like, honestly, it's as is. So if you want it, take it. If you don't, they'll move on to the next you can negotiate. Like I said, everything is negotiable. I always say that everything is negotiable. And a lot of things the seller can just take care of themselves. Or we can negotiate something where they leave some type of money in escrow for you as a buyer to get it fixed at a later date. But again, a lot of the challenges that I'm seeing in this real estate market for first-time home buyers, a lot of it, it I mean, some of it does resolve around home inspections and negotiating that price or just getting it accepted by a lender. Now, I want to share a quick story time um, just so I can kind of take everything that I just explained to you guys and give you a visual, right? So imagine you are a young mom in your late 20s, early 30s. You just had a baby, right? You're, we're coming out of COVID. 
you and your fiance have been living in your Brooklyn apartment for the last seven years, and now COVID has happened, right? You have this child, it's a few months old, living in this one bedroom apartment, and COVID comes and completely changes everything. Your husband is potentially going to be losing his job, and now you have to find work as well as things happening in your apartment. Everyone's stuck at home, and it's time you realize that it's time to move. Now, your husband, he did manage to take home a package from his job um, that has left you guys with a substantial amount of money. Um, You as well are looking into starting your own business, being able to contribute to the household. We come out of COVID and things are starting to look up for you and your family. You get to a point where your husband, he's back employed. Your small business that you started is making money and it's giving you guys a way to support yourselves. Your daughter is getting older. But things are still not what you want them to be. You guys are starting to hear about buying property, buying a home, and you start having these conversations with each other. Your husband tells you, look, if we're going to do this, we have to do this the right way, right? So you reach out to your family, you reach out to your friends, you ask any of them if they've bought a property, if they've bought a house before. Most of them say no. However, you've met a young lady who also has a small business and she tells you about her experience in buying a house during the pandemic and a little bit afterwards. And she's giving you all of this wonderful information, like, oh my God, the interest rate interest rates were 2% and we found this really nice house in in Queens and it has a backyard and we have two bathrooms and our mortgage our mortgage payment is 1500 a month and all of these amazing things like right and so you're like oh my gosh like i i want to do this she's convinced me that i can do this i want you to stop right there if anyone is giving you advice on buying a property and they've bought their property more than two or three years ago, you want to get a better picture. I want you to reach out to real estate agents. I want you to reach out to lenders. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on Google. And I want you to have these conversations and I want you to ask them, What is the market like right now? How many of your clients are getting their offers accepted on the first try? How many offers are they putting in before they get it accepted? What are homes going for? How many homes sold last week? I know there are a lot of realtors in every area and every market. A lot of them do share market updates weekly. Go through their Instagrams, go through their their websites, And see what the market is doing. And you will find that it is a very different market. For your friends and family who purchased a home in 2020, 2021, and the earlier part of 2022, their experience is going to be way different than yours. 
especially if they bought their home with an interest rate of 2%, 3%, even 4%. We know that this time last year, interest rates jumped from 4% to 6% and 7% in a matter of days. And it has not come down since. So you may be in a position where you're ready to buy. You want to provide your family with a better living situation. You're growing your family. You want to have kids. You're getting married. You want the space. And trust me, it's possible. If you're living in New York City, homeownership is very possible without you moving over five or six states west or south, right? But I want you to do your homework. I want you to ask these questions. And I want you to do your own research. Don't just take our word for it. This market is not easy for anyone. And if anyone tells you, they're lying. I know top producers who are having difficulties getting their listings sold. I know top producers who are having difficulties getting their buyer's offers accepted on the first or second try. So make sure you guys are doing your due diligence and you know what to expect coming into this housing market. It can be a walk in the park. It can be a little little challenging. You may come across bumps in the road and have to take detours. But the fact of the matter is, if you do your homework, stay diligent, and get you a solid real estate team who is going to work in your best interest, home ownership will be possible for you. And I can see it happening for so many of my listeners. So take my advice, do what you will with it. We are going to be back next week. Have an exciting episode for you guys. In the meantime, make sure you are following me on Instagram, Shakira D Realtor. And also answer the question of the day. I want to know what you guys think about this whole Beyonce and Jay-Z situation. I appreciate you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you in the neighborhood next week. Bye.